Good morning and welcome back to Margin. This morning, we're going to talk about budgeting with the 80-20 rule. So let's jump right into it. Welcome to the Millennial Margin Podcast. I created this personal finance resource out of necessity as I've watched countless people schedule away, mortgage up, and max out their lives. Margin is simply the antithesis, providing leeway in an increasingly marginless culture. If you want to build margin into your personal finances on a daily basis, this is the podcast for you. So when you think of the 80-20 rule, you may think about Pareto's principle. At least that's where my mind goes. And what that refers to is that 20% of your work produces 80% of the results. And so with that, when you are applying that to your personal finances and looking at this principle, this rule, uh, this rule really focuses in on giving you flexibility within parameters. So in my research, I came across an article by Forbes and Forbes went into uh, explaining the 80-20 rule and where it came from. And so they stated that it originated from Vilfredo Federico Damaso Pareto. Say that five times fast. Imagine having that name walking through the uh, town square. Uh, But uh, he was born in Italy in 1848 Uh, He would go on to become an important philosopher and economist. Uh, Legend has it that one day he noticed that 20% of the pea plants in his garden generated 80% of the healthy pea pods. The observation caused him to think about uneven distribution. He thought about wealth and discovered that 80% of the land in Italy was owned by 20% of the population. He investigated different industries and found that 80% of production typically came from just 20% of the companies. Generalization became that 80% of results will come from just 20% of the action. Now applied to budgeting, this 80-20 rule uh, focuses in on paying yourself first, paying that 20% to after-tax savings. So with that, even though I don't believe the Pareto's principle was necessarily uh, tied to that 80-20 rule for this budgeting tactic. Uh, I believe that there's a lot of wisdom in paying yourself first to, uh, to focus in on those aspects that can have a compound effect in a positive direction. So saving 20% of your income uh, for savings for retirement is a great way to have a, a a very positive uh, rhythm built into your monthly finances, even if the other 80% you're not real intentional with. So being that there is two categories that this 20% would be applied to, which is after-tax retirement contributions and savings, uh, you will then be able to spend the rest of that 80% on anything that catches your eye. If you use this um, tactic, would be to make sure that you are living within your means, that you are spending that 20% to put away for the future and you are utilizing, allocating that 80% for your living expenses, but no more than that 80% and no more than the 20% so that you are not living above your means. Now, you're probably wondering, if I literally have two line items to my budget, why even have a budget? But 
With that, it gives you a good way to have a starting point. So anyone who's never held a budget before, this gives an opportunity for you to step in and and not get overwhelmed. It allows you to step in and commit to at least breaking your budget up based on two different categories. So if you want to create a budget like the 80-20 rule and uh, and want to find a free resource for that, uh, I would recommend that you go to everydollar.com. So if you go to that URL and you sign in uh, in the upper right-hand corner, uh, you can then create an account now and follow the steps to create my account. So create a new account that then you can go through your goals and then populate your budget accordingly. So with that, when you are looking at applying uh, an 80-20 rule, the starting point is those two sections. And so I wanna show you today how to break those out and how to uh, to look at those from a standpoint of at least getting a budget going. So once you create the new account in your everydollar.com uh, URL and you set up that account, it will prompt you to create your first month's budget. And so with that, they'll go through a process of helping you figure out your, uh, your goals. And then from that point, you'll go to the first month. In this case, uh, as I'm looking at uh, this uh, this budget and this individual, um, I'm going to be basing it off of an, a household income of 65,000 per year. So with that, that is a gross annual income uh, for you know uh, for for a family. And so so with that, what we're going to look at is actually netting that out so that we get a net pay uh, that you actually would receive in your bank account. And so based on uh, this family uh, taking home about 70% of their gross income, they have a planned income of about $3,800 per month. So that line item would go under income. So basically that would be the net pay to your bank account on a monthly basis. So that would be your two paychecks per month or your every other uh, paycheck, um, you know, every other week that you're paid that uh, that uh, flows up into your monthly, uh, you know, uh, bank account, you know, uh, balance. And so, uh, so with that, for this family, they have a planned amount of receiving about $3,800. And so that would be the first line item that uh, you would put in that budget. Now, being that we are following the 80-20 rule, we are going to be looking at lifestyle at 80% and saving at 20%. Now, that 80-20 would then uh, break this $3,800 figure into those two categories. So the first things that you want to look at is you'll see a bunch of different categories that will not apply to you in this first month. And so you'll be able to delete all the line items under those specific categories at least for now. And so what you want to do is uh, is is get rid of the categories that don't apply to you that would all be captured under lifestyle. So you may be a giving person and still give to a charity or a local nonprofit and that is perfectly fine, but don't you don't need to break it down in this initial budget. And so with that, you may consider to get rid of of the giving category for now. You may be looking at getting rid of housing, 
uh, transportation, food, uh, personal uh, expenses, as well as health insurance and debt. And the only purpose of getting rid of that would be uh, in order to break it down based on that 80-20 rule. So based on that, the first item you'll want to look at is savings. So savings will be post-tax retirement and savings uh, at 20%. So that would equal about $769 that you're going to be putting aside to Uh, save for uh, a rainy day fund or for retirement. The second aspect that you're going to look at is the 80% that will go to lifestyle expenses, living expenses, and that is about $3,076. So really what this looks at is really simplifying this process and looking at how you can build a budget just to get you going so that then you can look at your bank statement, look at your credit card statement, and enter those specific costs related to saving and retirement and those specific costs related to your Uh, living expenses. So if you have budgeted before, you're welcome to go on to the next step, which would be uh, tomorrow's episode on the 50-30-20 rule. So that's basically going uh, from a process of the 80-20 rule, which is a good start to a better uh, budgeting uh, strategy with the 50-30-20 rule. And then landing at what I believe is the best aspect of actually having a zero-based budget, which looks at all of the categories. So this may take you 45 to 60 days to get the hang of actually tracking your expenses and inputting them into something like every dollar. But it will uh, pay dividends in, um, in, in driving down your costs and in allowing you to know exactly where your money is going. So my call to action today is to look at whether you've ever had a budget before. And if you have not had a budget, uh, use this as an opportunity to utilize the 80-20 rule so that you get a baseline to go off of, then you can build from that point. But once you are, are putting this into place and you are allowing for this rhythm and and allowing for this habit to be formed, um, allow yourself to, to spend that 45 or 60 days to get into that habit of, of tracking these expenses, tracking your income and your expenses, and making sure it's going to the things that matter most to you. Thank you for your time. Enjoy your day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. If this information is helpful to you, please do follow, visit millenniummargin.com, or connect with me on Margin's social platforms.